Hello, my name is Dusty Otis. Welcome to the Redefined Church Podcast. I'm so glad that you're taking part of your day to join us. My prayer for you is that this message would be meaningful to you, that it would challenge you, and that it would help you move forward in your faith. To be a part of all that we get to do here at Redefined Church, visit us online at churchredefined.com forward slash give. I hope you enjoy today's message. A person has two reasons for doing something, a good reason and the real reason. This is a J.P. Morgan quote. And as we continue discussing how we reset today, I want to check our motives today for how we approach or, or why we approach every new day. Because if we're off, we miss our reset. If we're off in our approach, we're going to miss our reset. And so, and by reset, I'm not talking about getting back to normal or, you know, the new season or anything like that. We're talking about getting God back in the place he belongs, first place or in the right position in our lives. We're talking about that personally, what that means to each of us individually as we continue with Redefine Church Online. And so last week we discussed how to reset every day. Today we're going to discuss our uh, approach or adjusting our approach to each new day. And so instead of tackling our calendar or a list or a task, I want to discuss the reason before we ever get to our calendar or the things that we, that we have to do. And so the question is this, do you approach each new day with a good reason or a real reason. When you wake up, there's purpose there, obviously. Is there a good reason to get out of bed? Or what's the real reason you get out of bed, right? So then, when you approach your reset, are you resetting for a good or for a real? And we're going to go a little bit deeper in this, get into some scripture here. And so, and here's why because at the root of each reason is self. It just depends how many layers there are over it, right? And so, one of them can be rid- religious or ritualistic. The other can be relational, right? The real reason we should be resetting, we should be refocusing, uh, taking uh, advantage of the opportunity we have each new day is relational. It's investing in our relationship with God. Now, both take time, whether the good reason to be to say, well, because I have to, right? Or because I should, or because it's, it's who I am. And so both take time. One is an approach to get by, right? And the other is an approach to live by. And so then a good reason is going to limit your investment in it. It's just a good reason, right? We call these people get by guys. We see uh, resetting or, or investing in our time with God as an obstacle. We see this as work to do or a have to. And a real reason is going to multiply your investment. And it's what we live by. It's an opportunity. It's a privilege that we have. And Jeremiah, we read last week that it's a necessity. This is a must do for us. If it's your real reason. So the truth is, is if you do not, if you do not consistently invest in your relationship, you're not going to be able to invest in others. What God does, with what you invest is he, is he gives it to other people through you. It's what being a disciple is. And, and the reality is to make a disciple, you must first be a disciple. And so for many of us, we're having to adjust and change some of our spiritual habits, some of our daily routines. We're having to move around some of our priorities to reset proper. Psalms 118.24, our house wakes up with us every day. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will be glad. Pretend you've never heard that before. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad. Now, the reality is this. A lot of us say that. We believe it. We believe it. You can say it or you can believe it because the truth is you've never lived this day before. Contrary to popular belief, this is not just another Sunday, right? 
And so just because you've said or read Psalms 118.24 doesn't mean that it has any bearing on today. What is your reason? What is your reason? Is there purpose in it or is this just another day? Man, you all have heard the phrases, right? Another day, another dollar. One of the new ones I heard just the other day. Hey man, how you doing? Four Mondays and a Friday, you know, just waiting to get to Friday. So so Monday, 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 Friday is, is how that guy's approach is just like, good grief, good grief. There is purpose in this, okay? And there's opportunity. And so based on the choices you made yesterday then and, and your perspective, you're either a better or worse version of yourself today than you were yesterday based on what you invested in yourself. So then the question is, what did you invest in yesterday? What have you invested in already this morning, right? Today, this evening, wherever you're at, however you're watching. What's your screen time look like? Here's some examples. I don't know what I've invested in. What do you mean? Like, I'm not talking money. I'm talking yourself. What are you investing yourself? Which is your time, which is the only thing you're never going to get back. Your time is valuable. It's more valuable than you know. And so then we should treat it that way as disciples. And we should be constantly asking ourselves, what am I investing myself in? Screen time. What have you seen today? What did you see yesterday? Yesterday's a great way to reflect, right? What did you hear yesterday? Who were you around yesterday? What did you watch on TV or on Netflix yesterday? What is the music that you're listening to? Which way does it make you trend, right? Positive or negative. You are what you eat. You become what you surround yourself with. What comes in must go out, right? It always does. And so then, are you a better follower today than you were yesterday? Do you have a greater understanding of who you are and who God is? Are you more deeper in your devotion? Do you have a deeper relationship with God today than you did yesterday? Your good reason, now let's go back to our reasons. Your good reason for your reset is what you tell others. Right. And I'm using this solely as spiritual, but this works in every area of our life. OK, it's not just a spiritual thing. Your real reason is what you tell yourself. OK, and we keep that pretty private. The good reason we tell everybody else. Our real reason we tell ourselves. Now, our good reason is what we're willing to let everybody else know. OK, we're willing to share. And if they share it, great. And if it, and if somebody shares it through Instagram or TikTok, amazing. Right. And many times we, we are willing to share or we want this to be known for acceptance, for approval, or for inclusion. We don't mind our good reason being known by all. Matter of fact, many times it's our cover. It's our cover, right? It's a good reason. And our good reason often doubles as our excuse <laughs> that we use when we want to get out of something or we don't want to do something. For example, I'm not joking. There's nothing to joke about here. But COVID has to become an excuse for 90% of the stuff that we don't want to do. That's real talk. It's a real virus. Again, my heart breaks for people who've had to go through this. But it's also become the number one excuse in the world for people who don't want to do something. Now, our real reason, we keep top secret, right? Because it typically has to do with selfish ambition or personal gain period. And so our real reason is the root of our good reason. We just use the good reason to cover or hide our motive or our heart, hide our heart.
But I want you to see what, what the real reason is here. This is this. I'm giving you this reason to justify why I'm doing this, why we want this, why we're going here, why I'm not going here, right? And so then our real reason is the root of our good reason. Now, let's dive deeper into our reason for faith, for faith. Now you say faith, your real reason for spiritual growth, your real reason for a relationship with God. However you want to phrase it, let's dive into the reason, okay? Now, at our house, we value honesty. We value honesty so much that there is never reason to have a reason but the real reason. That's all I want to hear. What's the real reason? And, and our kids do pretty good with that, okay? And me and Heather are real with that. That's good. It keeps everything nice and up. And so then... You should not have two reasons in doing anything, especially following Jesus, okay? Because in Christianity, our good reason and our real reason must be the same. They're the same. It's the real reason. It's the real reason we do everything, right? And so in Proverbs 23, 7, we see, For as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. In behavior, one who manipulates, he says to you, Eat and drink, yet his heart is not with you but it is begrudging the cost. The contemporary English version says people like to take note of how much you eat. They say, take all you want, but they don't mean it. But they don't mean it. And the Good News translation says, come on, have some more. Come on, have some more, he says. But he doesn't mean it. What he thinks is what he really is. And we all have this. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's above this. And the root meaning of Proverbs 23.7 is hypocrisy. It's just flat-out hypocrisy. You say one thing, that you, but you really don't mean it. It's a good reason. It's not the real reason, right? It's like the salesperson who tells you how awesome you are just before they make the sale to you, whatever they sold you, right? It's the classic case of good reason, real reason, right? And we could go on and on. You, you can think of 10,000 cases of good reasons and real reasons, especially in your personal life. And the bottom line is hypocrisy, and God does not like, cannot stand hypocrisy. And so I want to discuss why our good reason and our real reason should align and reveal authenticity in our actions. Because if Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is, this is what God uses to determine your authenticity and your reason. Knowing that God's main concern is your heart. If he gets that, he gets you. If God gets your heart, he gets you. You're not going to give him 10% of it. God wants your whole heart. He wants your heart. If you're taking notes, here's the first question that you need to ask when identifying your reason. Your reason for reset. Here's the question. Is my relationship with God genuine? Is my relationship with God genuine? In Isaiah 29, 13, it says this, Then the Lord said, Because these people approach me with only their words and only honor me with their lip service, but they've removed their hearts far from me, and their reverence for me is a tradition that is learned by rote without any regard for its meaning. Rote meaning mechanical or habitual repetition. Rote religion is what he said. And here's the reality of this scripture. There are more than enough people in the world today who give God praise in their lips and give Him great lip service. 
And from tradition, everything flows that should flow because this is, this, we do this because it's what we've always done. But their hearts are nowhere near him. They love the idea of having a relationship with God, saying they believe doing all the things that they need to do. But they have no real desire to truly seek God or draw near to him. And in 2021, people know exactly what to say and they know how to act, but we've forgotten that it's our heart. It's our heart. Our heart is what really matters. It's why Jesus said in John 4, 23, but a time is coming and is already here when the true worshipers will worship with the father in spirit from the heart, the inner self and in truth. For the Father seeks such people to be His. And my encouragement today is be careful. Be careful that your relationship does not fall in line with what everybody else is doing. Monkey see, monkey do. You heard that before. Be careful that your relationship does not fall in line with what everybody else is doing. Because as culture moves, so is the church. And we are the church. We live by the truth. Period. And so then make sure you're seeking engaging and worshiping from a sincere place with a true heart that has kingdom perspective regardless of your position or your place it's a great time to plug last week's message if you missed it you need to get it it's about 20 minutes it is huge for the prequel to this second question you need to ask yourself when identifying your reason for reset am i in this for relationship or religion it's a great part too. I'm in this for religion or relationship. This is Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day of judgment, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many miracles in your name? And then I would declare to them publicly, I never knew you. I never knew you. Depart from me. You are banished from my presence, you who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. Is your reason to do a bunch of stuff or to live in a real relationship? Is your reason to do what's required? If the answer to doing what is required is yes, who created that list? You need to find that out. Or is your reason to live in a real relationship with a God who sent a son who restores you back to him. Doing does not get you anywhere. And what's incredible about this passage, Matthew 7, the things that these people are doing are really good things. They were just doing them without relationship to Jesus, which anything disconnected from God is a waste of time because the action, the word, the donation, the behavior done apart from God, our source, is done void. John 15, apart from me, you can do nothing. So then we can't use the things that we do to gain favor with God or to win his approval. There's nothing, there's nothing that you could ever do that will cause God to accept you more or to love you more than he already does right now. And so knowing that, we all understand and believe that the only way to the Father is through the Son 
So there's no way, there's no way that we can earn it. There's no way that we can work for it. There's no way that we can pay it off. It's already been paid. We get to receive. And some of us have a hard time understanding that. Everything you do must flow out of your relationship with God. Everything you do must flow out of your relationship with God. You do because you love Him. You don't do to get Him to love you. He already loves you. And there's a lot of do's in there. You do because you love Him. It's out of your heart that you serve. You don't do to get Him to love you. It's not a requirement. Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. Not, hey, work your butt off to get approval from man. Because they're going to let you down every time anyways. It doesn't say that. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it wholeheartedly. That's 100% in my book. Everything you do must flow from your relationship with God. The third question, final question, you need to ask yourself when identifying your reason for reset is this. Am I only in this for me? Am I only in this for me? And sadly, because so many Christians are only in it for themselves, we're seeing people walk away from the faith for lack of knowledge, lack of maturity, politics, viruses, you name it. Fleeing faith. Because sadly, they were only in it for themselves. And once they realized that their fake rote religion wasn't doing them any good, they stepped away. They stepped away. God's looking all over the earth for those who are faithful to Him. Matthew 6, 1-6 through 6 warns us. The question is, am I only doing this for me? Matthew 6, 1-6, through 6, Jesus warns us to be careful. Other, in other words, to be intentional. Not to practice our faith actions in front of others to be seen, but instead to serve, worship, and pray in private. Knowing that doing these things in public with the goal of being seen does not get us a reward in heaven. doesn't get your reward in heaven. It's great. I love that Jesus jumps straight to the heart of this matter. He jumps right in the middle and he says, Why are you doing what you're doing? Why Is this for you or is this for me? And you might say that you're doing it for a good reason. But if you're doing it to be seen, then what have you thought in your heart? Because that's what God's after. And that's what God sees. Jesus encourages us to be careful of the reason because it reveals what's really in your heart. He tells us straight up. Now, let's close. Most people have two reasons for doing something. A good one and a real one. Today, we establish that as a believer, you have one reason. It comes from your heart, and it's rooted in truth. 1 Samuel 16, 7 says, For the Lord does not look or see what as a man sees. For men look at the outward appearance of everything, but God looks. But the Lord looks at your heart. Remember, Proverbs 23, 7 has been our staple today. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. This can give us so much understanding. We should always guard our heart 
and desire to get to the place where everything that we say, everything that we say, everything that we are, every action should agree in everything, with everything that is in our heart. Every word and action should match and align. It's called integrity. should match with the heart. Because as you think, so you are. So you are. Your action step today is very simple. If you've waned at any point over the last six seconds, six hours, six days, six months, six years. It's number of man. Okay, I don't know why. If you've waned at any point and your reason hasn't always been right, maybe it's just been a good reason, and you haven't reset daily for relationship, for the real reason, ask God to help you today and, and, and every day. I ask God this daily. It's a different version, so I can't, can't quote it to you. It's Psalms 139, 23, and 24. Search me, God. Know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts or know my concerns, some versions say. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. Ask God this on a daily basis. He's after your heart. Give him your heart. It'll change your whole life. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope that God gave you revelation, that you were enlightened, and that you can see more of what God has for you. Make sure you take this message one step further by following through with our action steps so you can grow deeper in your relationship with God. If you want to know more about who we are or what's happening here at Redefine Church, you can visit us online at churchredefined.com. You can follow us on social media at Redefine Church, or you can subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, Vimeo, or Apple. Thanks for allowing me to be part of your life. I'll talk to you soon.